0: Uh, You don't need a higher paying job or a windfall from a relative to improve your personal finances. For many people, better money management is all it takes to reduce their spending, improve their ability to invest and save and achieve financial goals that once seemed impossible. For a bit of backdrop there, let's uh, be joined by Catherine Main now, who is multiple award-winning businesswoman, author, and founder of Money Savvy Humans. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us this morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, Asanda. I'm good, thank you, and you?
0: I'm good, thank you very much. So the ultimate goal is that we need to just manage our money better, not necessarily get more money. Is that where it begins then before we start to uh, look at the practical tips and and skills we need to employ?
1: Gone are the days when mom stays at home and looks after the kids and dad goes to work. We need two incomes these days. Mm. So, yes, managing the money you do have better is, is actually no longer an option because if you just look at what's happened in South Africa in the last seven months, we've had four interest rate hikes, Eight petrol price increases, electricity went up, water went up, food went up and everything went up 10%. Food has gone up 12% in the last year. If you are living on a fixed income, you need to be relooking your budgets today.
0: Mm. And where do we start then?
1: So firstly, the first thing you need to do is get clear on where you are. So where are you now? How much debt do you have? Are you overspending? Do you have a clear overview of what you're spending your money on every month? I would say that 70% of the people that we teach don't even look at their bank statements. Mm. And when you start to interrogate your spending, you realize how much money you're actually wasting every month on frivolous spending. When I interrogated my own, I think the amount was sitting at around four or 5,000 Rand a month that I couldn't account for of frivolous spending. Mm. So firstly, get clear on where you are. Pull a credit report. Find out, um, have you been listed as a slow payer? Are you blacklisted? Do you have listings? Has somebody stolen your identity? Because that happens all of the time. So step one, get clear on where you are. Step two, we are taught to live in the now. We are not taught to forecast ahead for the future. We don't plan for our futures. We live in a country where poverty is is rampant. So we live for today. We need to feed ourselves today. So we're not taught to identify what are some of the potential financial threats and opportunities that could come our way. So I like to say that life is like a game of snakes and ladders. Every morning we roll that dice. We never know what's going to come our way. Um, you know, we didn't foresee this global epidemic, COVID, coming our way. We didn't yeah. think that this was going to come. We couldn't plan for it because we didn't know it was coming our way. But people who had savings in the bank um, and, and and they lost their job, they probably didn't lose their homes or their cars and destroy their financial lives because they had planned for the worst and hoped for the best. So if you have to, as an individual, because we're all different, we have at different life stages, if you have to forecast ahead for the next 10 years, what are some of the financial threats that could come your way? And what measures can you put in place to make sure those financial threats are not going to destroy your financial life? On so first... as an example,
0: mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, give us the examples.
1: As an example, making sure that you have 12 months savings in the bank so that if you do lose your job or your business because of something like COVID, that you've got a runway to live on.
0: All right. On the first point, practical point of getting clear on where you are, when we are interrogating our spending Is that something we should be doing solo or also, you know, maybe getting our partners involved? I'm just thinking that I might think certain things are necessary when I need maybe an outside opinion that they're not. Mm. So um,
1: we often don't have conversations with our partners about income. Uh, Often it's very taboo for men to talk to women about their income. Um, but if you're, going to, if you're going to raise a family, you know, and you're working as a team, you guys have to have your um, financial values aligned. You can't have one saver and one spender because now you don't value the same things with money. So you have to have a conversation and not just with your partner, but you need to get the children involved yeah. because everybody needs to make an effort to make the family budget work.
0: Yeah. And just yesterday we were talking about money and relationships. So there we go. Uh, practical step number three.
1: Step number three, how can you diversify your income? We cannot survive on a fixed income anymore, not at the rate of inflation and that things are going up. So how can you set up a second income? And can you can you make it a passive income? Like, can you write an ebook and sell it multiple times online and automate that process because you already have a full-time job? Yeah. So what are some of the ways that you can make extra money? You know, we all have talents. We're not empty vessels. We're not born to go to work every day. There are other things that we do that we're passionate about you know, I'm passionate about vegan food and I do a lot of cooking and I've managed to monetize that into another business, you know, to make a another revenue stream. And in fact, I have a, a marketing agency as well as a financial literacy business. Mm. So when one's not doing well, there's always a, there's always a buffer for me because I'm always uh, making sure that I've got money coming in from somewhere. Um, so looking at beefing up your income. Um, step four, Start prioritizing having an emergency savings account. We've all just been through two years of trauma. I don't think we've even realized yet what we've been through and what we're still going through with load shedding. Mm. Um, And having a backup emergency fund is going to be one of those things that's going to stop you from losing everything. So making sure that you're prioritizing paying off your debt um, and beefing up your emergency savings. What we were just talking about, making sure that you understand what you value. So Mm. we all have values. So one of my core values is family. So as a mom, you know, I make sure that I have a funeral cover, that I have a will, that my taxes are up to date, so that if I pass away, my three sons are taken care of in my absence. So, you know, when we understand what it is that we value, we're going to prioritize spending our money in the right way. If your relationship with God is the most important thing to you, you're going to prioritize tithing at church. Okay, so really understanding what it is that's important to you and what is the Mm -hmm. kind of financial life that you want. Because when you understand what you value, you're going to spend your money in the right way instead of giving it away. Mm-hmm. Um, goal setting. Goal setting is one of those things that is going to change your financial life forever. Everybody should have a long-term goal of saving for retirement. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be working like this when I'm 70. Mm-mm. I want to be retired at, at 60 and traveling the world and enjoying my grandchildren. You know, And the only way we're going to be able to do things like that is if we set a goal. So if we set a goal, as an example, I'm going to retire at 52 with 100 million rand. That's my goal. Um, <laughs> it's not always it's not always easy to to reach the goal. Sometimes the plan has to change, but the goal doesn't change. I just mm-hmm. change the plan. Okay. So making sure that you're setting yourself short term, medium term, and long term goals because those short short term goal wins help you keep on track for the bigger goals. So small goals like I'm going to pay off 5,000 rand debt in the next three months. Or um, I'm going to pay off this credit card and cut it up in the next five months. Um, I'm going to save for this holiday to go and see my parents in the next two years. Mm. Um, Also, then step seven, really kind of understanding what is your money mindset? So you spoke about you and your partner. Do you guys have
0: kids? You're asking me? Yes. Well, I'm divorced, so I'm on my own with my kids right now. So I've got two. Uh, and then I have a partner who doesn't have kids on his side.
1: <clears throat> okay. So so there's actually now three adults in the mix. And if you actually sat down and interrogated each of your mindsets, you would probably find that each of you probably have different belief systems around money. Mm. So if you had to think about your own belief systems around money. So my mom told me all the time, money doesn't grow on trees. No. What that did was it created a mindset for me that money wasn't easy to come by and that I had to work hard for money because money wasn't easily accessible. So when you look at your money mindset how much of that money mindset is actually yours and how much of it was given to you by the parents and peers and churches and schools around you growing up do you have a good relationship with money or do you have a bad relationship with money Mm. what is the conversation you're having with yourself are you sitting in the car driving to work going oh my gosh i don't know how i'm going to pay all my bills this month i don't have enough money or are you sitting in the, in the car on the way to work, going, I don't have enough money for my bills, but you know what, I'm going to do this so that I can pay things. Mm. Understand the conversation with you having yourself, that you're having with yourself, and understand how you think and feel about money, and make sure those feelings are yours and not ones that you adopted from your from your parents. Mm. Um, step eight, you sh- everybody should be looking at how to grow your wealth. So we are not a saving culture; we're a buy now, pay later society in South Africa. That's why 70% of income earning adults are over indebted and can't meet their commitments every month. So we need to start thinking about how we can grow our money and growth strategies are not short-term strategies. It's growing money for 30, 40 years. So how are you investing? Um, even in a small way. So investing in a stock file, saving in a bank account, growing your money with interest. Uh, We have platforms like easy equities where you can actually go and buy stocks and bonds um, and ETFs and all sorts of things um, and start to grow your own portfolio. You get the benefit of a tax-free savings account of up to half a million Rand in an adult lifetime. And if you're really clever, you could um, get lots of benefits around growing your wealth through tax um, savings as well. Number nine the most important thing that everybody should be thinking about right now how can I get out of debt the interest rate has gone up four times if you had a hundred if, if you had a bond for a hundred thousand rand I know that's low but I'm just using it for easy maths mm. if you had ever had a bond at a hundred thousand rand at the beginning of the year that that interest rate just went up four basis points so you' are no longer paying ten thousand rand on that loan I mean eight thousand rand on that loan you're paying ten thousand rand on that loan so you're now all of a sudden paying 2,000 rand a month extra just for your home. Now you've bonded your car and you've um, got store cards and you've got a credit card. Now add all of that compounded together, all of that extra interest that you're paying. You now all of a sudden your, your expenses have gone up six or 7,000 rand just from your house, your car, your store cards and your credit card. That's excluding what you're paying for your food. So, as the interest rate keeps going up, your debt's going to become more and more expensive. So, the most important thing everybody should be doing right now is cutting back on debt, paying it off, and beefing up your savings. Yeah. And then, the most important thing that everybody should be doing right now is rebudgeting. So, because everything has gone up, you can't spend the way you were spending in November last year. Because everything has gone up, you're going to land up spending more than you earn. You need yeah. to print out three months worth of all of your bank statements, okay? have them lined up so firstly write down your budget what you think it is make a list of what you think you're spending Mm. and then go and interrogate your bank statement you'll see that you are not thinking about things like bank charges interest the cash that you're withdrawing um, the money that you're spending every time you walk go to the garage when you go into the shop and buy that pie and coke and packet of cigarettes the money that you spend when you're having lunch with your friends every saturday we don't put those things into our budget and very quickly we land up spending more than we're earning when we spend more than we earn, we get into debt. So those are the top 10 things that every single person should be looking at now with regards to their finances. How do I feel about money? Am I living up to my values? Do I have some goals? Uh, have I relooked my budget? You know, Am I clear on where I am? How can I beef up my, my revenue? Cut back on debt and then look at how can you be smarter with the money that you do have.
0: Well, these are definitely practical steps that we are finding clear in terms of where we need to go from here. So we really appreciate your, your help <coughs> this morning. Uh, you have Money Savvy Humans, that is a book that you've compiled. Yes. How do we get copies and also how do we connect with you?
1: So, go onto my website, moneysavvyhumans.co.za, um, and on my blog, you can actually download the 10 Steps to Get Money Savvy free ebook. Uh, but there's also another ebook that's for free um, called Raising Money Savvy Kids um, on the, my Money Savvy Kids page. So, if you want to start educating your children on how to manage money, there's a step by step guide there to help you with your kids as well.
0: At any age, there
1: from five onwards
0: yeah all right well they i guess before that they can't even understand the world anyway all right (laughs) you'll Um, be
1: surprised
0: oh yeah yeah (laughs) thanks so much again for your time uh, Catherine. have a great thursday you too thanks so much Asanda. bye katherine main is multiple award-winning businesswoman author and founder of money savvy humans joining us in our wellness corner